Okay. What's up, guys? This is us, Faith Over Fear, the brand, not the brand, the lifestyle, bringing you the ways and tools to create a life to thrive. From turning your trauma into your triumph by using the mindset of faith over fear. And if you're watching us on YouTube, I am cheating using notes because we changed our intro and it's different. Trying to get it down. All right. Today, 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 we are talking about personal excellence, personal accountability, and um, holding yourself to a higher standard. Um, that is something that the both of us have done individually as well as a couple. And I feel um, this could be a really long topic, but we're going to try to condense it. And well, we have of, to because we have various to do. We so do. Yeah. We've got 30 Today's minutes. race day. We've literally been out in the yard all day long. <laughs> yeah. Backfilling, training horses. Because um, prepping I mean, horses, yeah, training that's, horses. That's how we're keeping ourselves accountable because we have um, this thing, you know, that we're working on. And Scarlett and Samantha are really, really being serious about their their barrel racing. So they're holding themselves accountable and. If you don't practice, if you don't train, if you don't do the things necessary to get ahead in your sport or your business or your life, then you'll stay stagnant. Yeah. And progressively, the both of them have gotten better and better with, you know, each of them week over week increasing in the rankings. And Samantha took first place in 3D last week and Scarlett the week before. So, and they started in the 4D. For those of you who know barrel racing, you'll understand that. If you don't, then Doesn't at some matter. point we'll <laughs> explain it to you, but not right now. Message up. Because <laughs> right now we're talking about accountability. So um, to start, I when we first got together, I was really, really starting to reel my shit together. I was reeling my stuff in. I was really focusing on um, – I can't – so there's um, – what do you call it a a saying or a a mantra um to fill you can't fill someone's cup unless your cup is full and to fill your cup you have to be accountable to yourself you can't go out and you can't spread all these things you can't give to people if you're not giving to yourself because you'll never be a hundred percent so when i went fishing in 2016 i was gone for about three months and i had a lot of time to reflect on myself and um, realized that I wasn't doing things I wanted to do. Um, at the time, I was married to someone else, and it was not working. But I wanted it to work. I really did. I had when I came home, I was gone from May to July, and when I came home, and I was like, "Hey, let's make this work." And I I really dialed in. I was I was either at home, I was at work, or I was training. Because at the time I was doing MMA. And that's all I did. I didn't go out as much anymore. Um, I, I tried not to pick fights. I tried not to engage in fights when they came. I really tried to dial in and really do my part by providing. Because that, that, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be what I am now. And that's... Uh, and this didn't have to do with her or the relationship or anything. It was who Corey is and was like in your soul yeah and that's what he was trying to obtain was something that that was his passion and that was having a family and a good life so he was trying to do that in the situation the, the marriage yeah, he was I, in 
because i didn't we you know we were very we we're oil and water we were gasoline and and a match for sure but i wanted to fix it because i contributed as well to a lot of why we weren't working anymore so i wanted to do my part and and, and try to fix it so that's what i did and it just it didn't work we were just too different and you can't beat a dead horse you can't and you know once there's you know 12 years of really a lot of trauma um not like physical stuff but just mental you know you, you don't ever really let things go and she well, never let anything go and what people don't realize i was talking to a friend of mine the trauma that people inflict on each other through hurt feelings is yeah. is is way more traumatic and and um abusive than like physical abuse. yeah so there's a there's a little story that um, i was told once and I, I think it was actually why i was fishing and this is why i came home the way i did is um you know there's not there wasn't any internet in igigak except for at the library Igigak so, is where he was in alaska he didn't stumble oh, over his words yeah. he told it in a podcast before igigak. But <laughs> so, igigak? what so i went and I, I stumbled across this video where this dude is talking to her son and he says that um, he got to a verbal altercation with his sister or somebody in his family. So the dad, for punishment, made the son go out and nail one nail in every board because they had a, a, a wood fence. So he had to put a nail in every board all around the yard. And he came in and said, Dad, I'm done. And he said, all right, I want you to go to take every single one of those nails out. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> So he went and he took every single one of those nails out. And then he came in the house and said, Dad, I'm done. So Dad went out there and said, see, every one of those nails was something mean to someone. And even though you removed the nail that's apologizing, the hole is still there. So the moral of the story is, don't be a dick. <laughs> right? And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of fucking sense. So from that moment, I was like, if there's any kind of altercation, I'm going to do my best by not saying anything I may regret later. That way I don't contribute to any future trauma. So, um, like I said, we just didn't work, right? But, but that didn't stop me from wanting to be that person and hold myself accountable. And from that point, this is only six years ago, um, right when we started, you know, like, towards the end and all that transition stuff is when I was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And, um, and that's what I did. And from there I had a goal, right? Um, as soon as I met Samantha and we started dating, my goal was I wanted to be a director of marketing because that's what I went to school for. I wanted to be a director of marketing. And I started going about my day as if I was already a director of marketing. Um, dress the part before you get yeah. the part um so 2017 i had i got a public relations job for that one furniture company that he owned a bunch of different businesses and that really got me focused and driven to do those things and again i just kept my nose to the grindstone because i was holding myself accountable i was doing what i could to be a good man doing what I could to be a good father, doing what I could to be a good um, partner, and also an, a, a now a stepfather, and <clears throat> doing all those things. And no one was making me do those things. You're not a stepfather, but... 
You are a father, not a stepfather. Oh. What do they say? Well, I'm, I'm not a stepfather. I'm the man that stepped up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> just I, saying, I, I, I know. I, 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 I kind of meant just I for context it. purposes, right? Like, because this is a new. Like, I just had to add I'm, to it. I, I was be already Bianca's father, and now I, I'm dealing with this firecracker, little nine-year-old blonde kid who. Remember when she made you? <laughs> literally. No, literally is just pressing all the buttons all at the same she, time. She had you um, make a peanut butter <laughs> jelly sandwich and cut it into sushi roll. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I wasn't home at that point. He, yeah, she. I was gone, and that was the first time I left him alone with her. And he's like, "She had me make yeah. a." And I did it because <laughs> that's what she wanted. But and, so and, funny. and that's you know uh, aside from trying to, you know. Um, Raise them right, not raise them, rear them, I guess, because you raise cattle, not kids. Um, to show them the ro- like the way of life, I right? I feel like we raise kids. Rearing well, sounds so bad. I know it does, but I mean, there's a old adage that says you don't raise kids, you rear them, you raise cattle. But anyway, <laughs> but I was doing all those things not because I had to, I was doing them because I wanted to, and that was the point. Yeah, and that's the point of all this. Um, is is personal accountability and um me wanting to make myself better every single day not sometimes not on the weekdays not on just the weekends every say single day day in and day out it got us well of course you know with you doing the same thing and reciprocating it got us to where we are now mm-hmm. to where in the middle of a or the beginning of a or I guess we bought this house in the middle in 2020 all that fucking chaos everyone lost their job and everyone's trying to figure out what to do and we're moving to utah on a two acre lot and, and, and building a ranch and on that is and we'll we'll have an, this topic on another podcast but how to thrive when everything else is crashing and and people are giving up and thinking it's over that's when you start that's when you start your business that's when you start your new ideas that's when you get creative and you get to start especially now there's so many opportunities and we'll talk about that on a different podcast but that's our mindset we weren't like oh shit we were like well okay everyone else can go to sleep but how do we wake up even more and then how do we help those people that are sleeping wake up to their not to our beliefs or our powers to their own powers to their own gifts because motivation what what you and i have been talking about a lot is it is a dying breed there's there's nothing you know a few years ago is all about get motivated you know yeah, motivational speakers and all that motivation stuff and this and that and you know i'm watching these jazzercise instructors in the 80s like hopping around being all yeah yeah get fit get motivated it's like motivation lasts for like maybe a week yeah. maybe a week but by day six or seven you're definitely like this sucks yeah especially if you're like trying if you're doing something new if like you're going into a new routine or um i hate this word you know where you're going on a diet what i like to say is you're changing your diet you know like you're you're going lifestyle you're changing your, yeah, you're lifestyle. Changing your lifestyle and it, it's not a diet it is a lifestyle and that's part of your personal excellence or personal accountability is like some of the most um more people die Every single day for preventable diseases. 
not just preventable diseases, preventable circumstances that lead to these diseases. So you, and 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 motivation isn't even going to fix that. No. You can't be motivated. You can't have a, a disease that's going to kill you and be motivated enough. Oddly enough, it is not what. It's not the ticket. What you need is discipline, a commitment, and consistency. And you yeah. m- you commit to yourself. And and that's what makes the change and starts to really truly create the shift is not bullshitting yourself. Like, okay, I'm not going to be perfect every day. You can come out the running gate going 100 miles an hour and you'll crash and burn. But if you come out, you know, going 25 and and getting used to it, and then sometimes you kind of skid out a little bit, and then you you correct yourself and you keep that consistency going. And that's what we're we're you got to find who your best self is. And then step into a mode of, of discipline and not torture. That's the other thing. It's gotta yeah. it's gotta be something you love. If it's a new lifestyle, I'm let's use food because okay, they're not done yet, bud. They're, just look at them, but don't open them. Um, if, if it's food and and you love pizza so much, and you go on a diet of eating salad and ice cubes, you're gonna eat so much pizza at the end of that week. You'll gain weight from that one day. It's virtually impossible, but you will because you'll eat that much pizza. But if you were to, let's say, eat a pizza a day and then you're like, I'm going to commit to a new lifestyle. I'm going to start. I'm going to cut that pizza in half. I'm only going to eat half a pizza pizza a day. By the end of this month, I'm only going to have a piece or two every single day. You'll lose weight. You'll gain progress. And you're still eating your fucking pizza. Like you still get what you want. But then you start to notice how good you're feeling. So you start to cut the pizza out daily. And then it becomes something where when I want it, I will have it in, in moderation and not horking down way too much. And then you find you know, healthier ways to have pizza more often and you still splurge and have, you know, a real legit yeah. full shebang. But everything in life, everything in life, workouts, same thing, find something, find a workout that you love to do, a way to work out. And then you don't blast it out, you know, going five, six days a week. If you're not a CrossFitter and you start doing CrossFit, you'll be dead by the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, you're going to fucking hate it. Yeah. For sure. Um, I had a friend that was doing Orange Theory, and she's not really an aggressive type of person, and it was too much for her, and it was she hated it. But she was going because she was trying to lose weight and get fit and be healthy, and all the things you know that we're all striving to do. But she hated it, and she was not in alignment. So yeah. I was like, you know, she loves walks, she loves yoga, so find what you love to do and do it. Like, freaking do it, but don't go overboard. Find the balance, keep the discipline, the structure, the commitment, and you can get out of any situation that you don't, whether it's work, your your weight, your health, your mindset, and you want to create something, you can get out of the bullshit and get into the good shit. Agreed, yeah. And, w- like, with the whole, like, there's... I mean, we could even dive into the workout and the the, the work stuff a little bit too. Uh, like, workouts are workouts are the easiest thing to fix. The most boring workouts are the most beneficial to people who don't like to do workouts. Like, yeah, your, well, your push ups, strength, yeah, yeah, bench press, deadlift, and back squat. If you learn to do those three workouts, those will get you anywhere that you want to go. And if you just, you don't have to go out there and, and try to one rep max every single time, but if you just rotate those in 
and, and do those consistently. And then you start adding supplemental work to all of those things. Um, and as far as work, fuck, man, if you hate your job, if you hate your job, you are so doing a disservice to yourself. I understand um, there is there is so much to be responsible for. And um, right now I'm reading uh, Ryan Meckler's book, uh, Sovereignty. And, and it talks about this is, is being a slave to the system. And um, it doesn't matter your responsibilities. When you are tied down to work and relationships and all the other stuff, when you're sacrificing yourself for those things, you will never be happy. Um, I always wanted to be where I am now. I wanted to be a dad. I wanted to be a husband. Those are things that I wanted. Um, and yeah, and I worked in the system as one of those cogs for a very long time. And I thought, you know, as long as I am a cog in the system and I do my part, I will succeed. And it wasn't until I went on that fishing trip there, I was like, I need to do this. Not because this is what you're supposed to do. Cause I got myself into a lot of situations where, you know, that ended up fucking me over by trying to do the right thing in that situation. Uh, you know? Bianca's mom, you know, the, my second marriage, I was like, Oh, these are the things I have to do. Cause this is what everyone's expectation of me is not me personally, but this, you know, you go through life, you get a job, you get a wife, you get a family, you do this, do that, do that. And I was marching forward doing those things. And then while I was sitting there on a fishing boat for three months with, you know, three disgusting men and we're just there, I'm like, I'm finding myself. And I found that, what do I want? What do I want out of life? Like I, I want these certain things. <laughs> It'll stop in a second. Alice, our, our phone is our campground phone is ringing, and Alice likes to sing with it. So we're gonna enjoy this for a second. And then the do- other dogs chime in. Alice. Okay, pup. Okay. Okay. Alice. Alice! You're okay. You're good. Okay. <laughs> that was our uh, quartet. Our canine quartet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Give it up um, to Alice. But by removing the I need to do these things and these are the things I want to do, it changed everything and doors started opening and um, my career started progressing and it got to the point where I was working for Tao and I was the lead digital marketing manager with huge opportunities. And even after I left, uh, what was it about six or eight months ago, the director, he like, they merged with another company and now like they're the largest hospitality country company in the country. And, um, the, he, he moved up. So he's like the CMO called me. And he's like, Hey, I want you, are you still in Vegas? Can you come, you know, fill this role for me? And I'm like, I don't even live there anymore, <laughs> but I hadn't been in the business for a year and a half. And I got to the point right before I left that I, I hit my goal of being considered for a director of marketing role. And I was like, all right, now let me change gears and be a firefighter and start a ranch. <laughs> so, but that's what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, we came out here and, and you know, and we just fell in love with everything that we're able to do out here. And then even when we got out here, there was more and more and more an opportunity. 
and now I'm a captain at the fire department and now we're barrel, barrel racing. And it's because we had a, a certain sense of personal accountability to where not that we had to do these things. These are what we wanted to do. And we held ourselves to a higher standard each and every time we made the next step up. So every time we went to that next floor and took that elevator ride up to the next floor, it was like, all right, let's get here. Let's gather our shit. How do we get to the next level? Right? We write it down. We think about it. We talk about it. And then we get in the elevator and then we let the universe take control. And then we end up on the next floor mm -hmm. day after day after day. It's, it's not like, it's it, not, it's, it's not like a weekly planner thing. Like we have an end goal. Um, so I was listening to Andy Frisella the other day and they were talking about, you know, uh, small goals, big goals for the longest time. I thought in, in increments, incremental stuff, right? Like you don't eat the elephant in one bite. You take one bite at a time. But when I, when I was applying that to the things I wanted to do, like my goals, I started, mm. I was, I had a, an idea of what my end goal was, but I didn't have a clear picture. So I was building it one layer at a time. But since we've been together, it's, hey, here's this big shiny thing because Samantha is way more uh, intuitive like that than me, but she helps me put the vision up there. And then it's like, here is this big, great picture. Um, let's go get it. And, and also something we compliment each other on is I can dream up the wildest, greatest, biggest dreams. And they do happen. But what Corey helps is the the execution of things that I'm good at putting together a plan. Yeah. I'm good at like let's let's make this massive business deal. And and my dad had this gift. And clearly that's what he was passing over to me. But the execution I'm good at the daily stuff, like the commitment, the consistency, but I guess it's usually like computer things or slowing it down enough to um, allow it to unfold on the daily and not get frustrated. Because I'm like, let's fucking go. And yeah. you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, we talked about this one in, in, a, in a before one too, where it was like, you're, you're the dreamer and then I build the steps up to the dream. Yeah. And, and because I had that, that experience where I was building my my dream one ladder rung at a time, whereas just putting a ladder, throwing the ladder up there and, and figuring out the rungs. And that's kind of, we got to have a good mix now where um, like even the things we're doing now, it's like we have 10 different things going on in our lives right now where any one of them could be, I mean, they're all going to be life-changing. It's just dedicating the time to each one and you know like i was saying this morning i was having that conversation with scarlett about me being the uh so we're, we're, we're working on a barrel racing team with samantha and scarlett and maybe bringing some others on and i nominated myself for the barrel racing team manager and i told scarlett that and she's like okay and i was like yeah well i'm i have the best time management um because you and your mom are like the same person she's like no i'm always on time i said dude yeah i didn't even explain to her how wrong she was she tried I, to put it all on me yeah she did it's my mom i mean and, it, I'm and for i just sure. i said dude and she didn't, she didn't even argue because like it's like 
it's 10 minutes past the time we need to go and she hasn't even loaded up the horses yet and i'll delegate to her like this do this do this do this this is what we need to be needs to be done and we need to be out the door by this time then she'll walk into the house take her boots off and stare around and i'm like what are you doing she's like well i was waiting for you to tell me (laughs) she's good she's good at you know taking she's what is the word Oh gosh! She I'm, has initiative. Yeah, sometimes. She does. Mm, every day she does. She she gets stuff she, done. She does, and she takes her barrel stuff seriously and her horse stuff. She is committed, and she does it, and she does it really well. Until it's time to go. Until it's time to go. <laughs> then it's like, <laughs> and she's the one that'll freak out if we're if we're five minutes late to being there three hours early. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, bro, we could have been here 20 minutes ago if you put the fucking horses in the trailer. <laughs> what I said, but then it's my fault because I'm all, I for sure I'm always running behind, but moms know. Other moms know because there's always something we need to I do. I know, I and know. And I told her. We have her, to look pretty and do I our hair. I told her the way to combat that is you have to be better at time management like me, where I have, like right now, like it's, I don't know what time it is because I'm on the clock, but. It is 3.52. Yeah. So I said we need to be done by 4. That way I can go out and I can get the trailer hooked up and I can get the horses loaded up by 4.15. That way by 4.30 when I'm sitting out front waiting to go, you will be like, I guess it's time to go. Shit, I got to go. And then you'll come outside (laughs) and jump in the truck. And you'll at that moment when you're walking out, you'll remember all the shit you need to grab. Then you grab it and we're gone. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, that's how it works. And she goes, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. No, she she said, oh. And then she said, but I don't know yeah, she how said, to drive she the said, truck. I don't know how to drive the truck with the trailer. And I said, wide turns, bud. Wide, wide turns. turns. And let me tell you, one time I my alarm didn't go off and I slept in. And it was the first night or morning we were taking Wish somewhere. Wish, who didn't always load epically. So we were trying to get it early. And I was completely asleep. Like, I needed my rest. She comes in and wakes me up. She goes, I packed the truck up and hooked up the the, the gooseneck all by myself. And I was like, what? Like, you backed up a big F-250 to, to, to a gooseneck trailer and hooked up everything all by herself lined it up uh. lowered it down so yeah sweetheart you yeah. could pull a trailer yeah. I'll make sure i tag her in this too <laughs> but i mean but those are things right like she she took the personal accountability to make that happen it's it's i mean she's a child right she's still under 15 years old so she still has a immense time to grow and learn her time management skills but giving her these responsibilities is our job as parents to give them the responsibilities to learn that time management because that's part of our personal accountability is is teaching other people like our kids how to be personally accountable yeah and, and everyone it, is teachable that's yeah that's the other thing i was talking to her were you gonna say something or? i was gonna say that's more than that you that there's more value in teaching your kids personable uh, personal accountability time management there's more value in that than sticking them in a fucking classroom oh, yeah. and, and trying to teach them calculus, which I, I love math, but you're never going to fucking need it unless you're going to teach calculus. But what you're going to need is Business personal accountability, accountability. Yeah. And like time life, management. Life skills. Those two skills yeah. will help you 
learn any fucking skill if you have those two basic skills. Right. Well, Scarlett already is literally running businesses on her own. She has what they call call business acumen. Mm. Like that word? I do. Uh, (laughs) Hey. So she knows, she understands you know commerce right she understands that she understands customer service she does all these things and i would put my 14 year old up against anybody else's 14 year old that gets straight a's in school in a real world situation all day long i'm taking scarlet she'll 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 run most adults into the ground she is flawless with her delivery she's incredible with her customer service she knows how to handle them she knows how to deal with it she knows how to deal with the money it's it's unbelievable but my dad was a huge role in that because he just was like here and he did that with me as well when when i was a kid it was like you got it that's how he taught me how to drive he's like he put me in a in a VW Volkswagen. Yeah. And was like, go. I was like, up a hill. You guys hill like with drove stick like shift. across the freeway, right? <laughs> we across to, the state. We went freaking. He had me pick up some birds. Forty five yeah. minutes down into San Diego, and but I did great. And I had I have so much confidence driving, and Scarlett has so much confidence as a businesswoman, and she's successful. She makes great money. She told me today, by the way, she's going to save up. She wants. She loves her barrel horse Bala, but it's good to have two just in case you need a backup or one runs a certain pattern size better. And so she told me today she's going to save up her own money to buy her own. And they are pricey. I mean, like, you could buy a car or you could buy a barrel horse. They are not, you know. Well, she already has a car. She does. She already has a car, so fuck it. She's going to get herself a barrel horse. Her her car costs more than my first three cars put together. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking brat. Hey, she earns it. She does. And she takes such good care of it already. She can't even drive it legally. And she takes such good care of it. But, and that's, that's, that's the other thing too. Like, give yourself, if this 14 year old can kick ass like that, yeah, we're giving her the benefit of the doubt and the tools, but you can get the tools yourself. Oh, yeah. You can get them like, fuck, ask us. Ask anybody. Google that shit. Yeah. Like, I I learned. Well, my dad introduced me to a lot of spiritual stuff. He was like my guru to a, to a degree, but he could only go so far. The rest of it, man, I went on Google, and we, I'm looking at a wall of books. We have books, and I've read every single one of them. You can teach yourself anything, anything. The The information and the education is out there to literally, like you could learn brain surgery online. If you, you I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't practice. <laughs> Please don't do that. I wouldn't let you operate on my head if you only learn, if you have a YouTube no, certification. No, I Google that shit though. <laughs> but it's great. It, it gives you a fundamental understanding of things and like. Like you could watch Grey's Anatomy and know what's going on. Yeah, fuck Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Yeah, fuck Grey's Anatomy for sure. They're so stupid. We had to stop watching them. But I mean, even when we enjoyed the show, it's you're looking at it as an EMS provider, and you married to an EMS provider. It's like that's not how it works. But okay, we'll every, watch it because every it's scene, fucking cool. Corey's like, um, that's not how it would work. <laughs> not even a little bit. And now did actually do this and that. And uh, now I watch. Uh, I'll send you some clips. It's Fire Department Chronicles. This guy green screens himself into matter of fact one of them was the god what's the spinoff show station 13 yeah when they're <clears throat> they're, they're <laughs> the fucking gas pumps are leaking gasoline and the shutoff valves on the other side of the fucking uh gas station which one all they had to do was go around 
the puddle, like walk around the puddle and, and hit the emergency switch. But no, 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 that's not what they did. So they're in this situation. None of them were wearing hazmat suits because a gas a station show. on fire is in a hazmat situation. And then they put foam on it, foam on it, and then you can't break up the foam. Otherwise, the spots that you break the foam up or catch on fire. Uh, but they didn't have to because they had a ladder and they could have just brought the ladder down across the foam pit and just but anyway it's it's fucking like i don't even know how we got here but i i, I don't know and i don't even really know oh, what the story Anatomy. was but anyway okay but, yes. so back on so, track oh brain surgery on youtube that's how we got here oh. <laughs> so you, but yes, you can learn all any skill any skill and ask people fuck i am so there, over egos can i just for time management but yeah or you could just not be stupid but true uh, like take a fucking course for time management. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> who the fuck needs to do well, that? I mean, that's the, it's the same people who made the course for time management. Uh, the people who take that course are also the ones that they made the the, the McDonald's cups for. That like, caution, this is hot. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. When you see, yeah, that makes sense. Fuck, dude. You know what? If you're bad at time management, say you have to be somewhere thirty minutes early, and then you'll just show the fuck up early. God. True story. Anywho, anywho, there you go, guys. Saved you all that money on your course. <laughs> I'll give it to you for free ninety nine. <laughs> free ninety nine. Set fucking like, alarms. And, <laughs> set, hey, no shit. That no, it's serious. If you set multiple alarms a day, give yourself X amount of time to do certain tasks. We and be our, be done like because it's hot as shit right now. It's just about to get hotter. I want to be done with the horses, everything, training horses and workouts riding three horses and and workouts and then training uh aiden um by nine yeah fuck 9 a.m that's a lot yeah so that's i'm gonna be waking up a at four and i also have my morning coffee with with my dad every morning and we sit i mean he's passed but i still sit and talk to him and he's still here with me so I have to have, but that, that's like so key but for that's, my morning. that's part of that personal accountability <clears throat> thing. But you also have to give your, your mind a break, right? So you have to set that time aside. And, and it gives I, me time and, to, to start my day. And this is a huge win for me because in the, the later, earlier years, trying to get Samantha on a, on a schedule has been well, daunting. And her well, favorite word, it's been daunting. Well, in, in <laughs> Vegas... All I wanted was my horses back in my life. And I didn't yeah. have, I had them at the campground freaking two hours away. So I'd have to drive out there and stay out there for three days a week. And being away from my family um, that much and just training horses was hard. And then it got hot. And so I was like training them in the morning and hiding from the heat all day. Anyways, <clears throat> but when we came here, and that's a good point, even though you're making fun of me. I'm not making fun. I'm, I, I'm, but, I'm but calm. Let me, I, I'm <laughs> what, you, you were you're giving I'm, me a hard time i'm not no i'm not giving you a hard time what is that I, i'm giving you a fucking uh, attaboy shit? no oh and uh, well you're giving me a attaboy now even though i'm a girl but you know and i do identify as a, a compliment <laughs> compliment i'm giving you a compliment oh, that's a weird compliment is it like the compliment i gave you yesterday where i told you i'd still love you if you were fat yeah oh okay same well, kind of compliment okay thanks for the compliment you're, weird. you're welcome so, so i'm gonna make that point <laughs> weird i'll pick flowers later <laughs> okay i'll make sure i'll come home with flowers tomorrow thank you so oh a foot massage would be even better 
That's not. I, I don't know why I did. I love your feet. I know. They, they look yeah. me. <laughs> They're cute. Yeah, they are. You're the, my you. favorite feet. Thank you. Grammy. I got, I got them from Grammy. And I don't like so, feet. Uh, well, thank you for liking mine. Yeah. He massaged my feet every day of my pregnancy. Every and single then night. I forgot about him. <laughs> I did not. You give such a good foot massage. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Back on track. Back on track. Time really management. Quick. Speaking of, we got to wrap it up. Uh, it's 4.03. Um, when I was in Vegas, my passion in life is horses, barrel racing. Like, t- gosh, the 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 ability to share that with my kid is like beyond my my dreams. It's That's also just, cool as fuck. Holy crap! What barrel racing? No, the the fact that you guys share that oh, passion, you get God. to do it together. Like I just is, I just hit my buddy up, uh, Walker and Brody. Walker, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're at this camp, and uh, they were he was holding pads. I'll show you the video later. Mm-hmm. He was holding pads for him. And I remember the first time watching that kid on pads, and I'm fuck, he was so young. He's I don't know how old he is. He was probably about nine or ten the first time he was on pads, and you know, he's just little kid with you know big gloves on, yeah. throwing Aww. every time he throws a punch, he's pulling him because it's a heavy glove. But this kid looks sharp as fuck. And I told him Aww. I was like, dude, I think that's great that you guys are doing to that yeah. together. And I think that you and Scarlett is, is very much the same thing, where you guys get to experience this thing together, and it's fucking rad. And it's, you know, and that's, that's a part, I feel like when, you know, we have those destinies, it's not a fluke. It's not like, oh, I just got lucky. Everyone has cool shit like that. And Scarlett was born like my bestie. We, we've always done everything. I'm a mom first. I'm not one of those. Oh, I'm your friend. But in regards to the horses and life, like we are friends and we do do things as, do do Mm -hmm. as a team and so when we were in Vegas, I didn't have my my what I was passionate about, and I didn't have the drive and the discipline to to do what. So I yeah. did everything I could, and then I I was grumpy a lot of the times because not like with Corey, but just within myself because I wasn't fulfilling things, and that's how people feel that are in these jobs that they don't love, in relationships they don't love. I personally was in a in a situation. That I didn't love in regards to, I, I don't know. I loved our home and I, I didn't mind Vegas. It just wasn't in alignment with. It didn't fit tr- us. No, it wasn't. Because I mean, was we're, we're thriving doing yeah. all the things that we're doing out here. And it was. It was like putting us in a box, in a small in this box. Huge metropolitan area with all this excitement, you know, just a couple blocks down the road for, you know being the strip a whole bunch just, of partying and everything I hated yeah, to do. There was, not, there, there, was, there was nothing there for us. Uh, we so went we, out on this trip one night, one day. It was a day club thing. Oh, we yeah. went out. We had a shot of tequila, and we're like, "You want to go home?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I want to go home. But when when we moved out here, it was like it, it just aligned with all these passions. And now, fuck, doors keep opening. We have to organize and and get you know be accountable with your time and time management and. It's at the very beginning right now, but I know I've got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and and have everything done properly every day to to create the proper foundation for all all these things. Like, literally, we've got like 10 different things going on, and they're all super fun. And none of them, they all serve a purpose. Yeah. It's not stretching us too thin. It's, it's 10 different things that all have common goals, yeah. one common goal. And so, they're all similar. In, yeah. in nature where they all reflect something that 
uh, we have done in the past, we want to do in the future, or we are currently doing. And it's just, they all mesh to where they're not, you know, we're not kiboshing one thing for another. And, you know, we're not robbing Peter to pay Paul. They, these are all things that have a um, commonality, yeah, like so all of it. And, and a also synergy, if you will, a synergy. I like that. A That's great. 2010 corporate fucking slogans. Synergy. It's oh, a good word. It's yeah, a good. It's a good word. Yeah, it is a good word, and it but, talks in alignment with. But that, I mean, that's fine. It, it fits in this. But context, we got so. here back to the beginning, tying it all in. We got here through wanting more, the best for ourselves, not wanting more, wanting the ultimate best for ourselves, for our kids, yeah. and everyone around us. You 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 said something about um, when when you're at a dead end job or job you don't love you're doing yourself a disservice. What about everyone around you too? Yeah. Like the greater we do, the more people probably hate us, and the those that matter we're able to affect. You just yesterday we had somebody that means the world to us come up to us and thank us, and she got teary eyed because we were in a position to be able to help her in a really cool way and. Yeah we want to do that for everybody and and that's it and that's and that's another that's another driver is that you can't so there you can't we're we're not doing this for money the money is going to be a byproduct we're doing this to uh change our lives as well as change lives around us and that starts with the that's the whole point of of this this podcast and the whole point of faith over fears it's it's not a brand It, it is a lifestyle and and part of that lifestyle is sharing a message because we are sharing creatures. We are um, tribal creatures where uh, we want to be around people who win. And, and, and we want to, because it, winning is contagious. It is. Losing is contagious too. Uh, if you find yourself in a group of losers, you, you will lose. If you find yourself in a group of winners, you will win. You are a product of the five people that you hang around the most. And if you hang around with losers, you will be a loser. If you yeah. hang around with winners, you'll be a winner. And and also on that note, if you don't have any money, if you're, you know, on the, the poor scale, that doesn't mean you can't interact, live and be as though you are a millionaire. Like yeah, it's, we, it's all a mindset. Fuck yeah. And we pulled ourselves into not even out of a hole, because I don't ever feel like we were we didn't have a lot of money, but we were never really in a hole. We fucking lived happy. Even when we literally had like no money, (laughs) but this is something I was telling someone the other day as, as well. If you are doing great things and you're happy, the money will follow. You don't see people doing great things and they're broke. Who the fuck is broke that's doing great things and loving what they do? The money follows. It always comes. The opportunity, the open doors. If you add value to someone's life, including your own, which you should do that first, um, money will be a byproduct. Yeah. It's just the, 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 the world that we live in. If you give somebody something, some kind of value, you will be compensated for it. Whether, I mean, it wasn't money in the beginning for us. Uh, no. It was, it was the campground, right? Yeah, that, that it was doing up, something fun with my dad. We were yeah. like, that would be fun. Let's just it, yeah, provide. Was, the, the main thing my dad and I always talked about was how awesome would it be to provide others with a, a getaway? And my dad would talk about how it made him feel to have 
other countries say, I had such a great memory I created yeah. at Happy Trails Campground. Yeah. And that's what it was about. It was about providing an experience for somebody else, giving value to them, giving them a reason to come out to the desert. And then from there, it just it grew. And then we kept adding value and value. And it, it was we, – we, we help so many we, – we provide a service and a value for people at the campground. And, and we're spreading that into what we're doing here with this Faith Over Fear platform. Um, and it's just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And, and we're going to continue to do this and, yeah. to, 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 to share it and uh, be a part of our story. And, and, and Bodie, uh, they're not ready yet. Sorry, right. he's getting the popsicles. Okay, well, and I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> and we got to go. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole, you know, in, in the gist, it's, it's personal accountability and it's time management and motivation is fucking garbage. Um, if you don't have discipline and consistency, Good luck. Get some. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Because if you're just going off of motivation, you'll you just lose. hit the you'll lose every time. You'll 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 do great for a week. And you'll be telling your friends how great you're doing. And you'll do go do a, a fast and lose three pounds in a day and then you'll gain it all back at the end of that week. And you'll lose your crash. motivation. Yeah. So. That's it. That's all, all right. we got for you. Till next time. I love you, Bodie. Love you, bud. Alright. Next time. Do okay. everything you do with uh, faith over fear. Over and out. <laughs> over and out. <laughs>